1: From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them.
0: We are now certified integrative nutrition health coaches, and together with our community, we are learning to live our best lives by telling one courageous story at a time.
1: It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness.
0: This episode is brought to you by Beekeepers Naturals. If you listen to our episode with founder Carly Stein, then you already know how powerful Beekeepers Naturals products are. Beekeepers Naturals is a wellness company specializing in innovative nutraceuticals made from healing hive compounds and plant-based ingredients. Their mission is to improve people's health naturally and save the bees. Allie and I are absolutely obsessed with these products and I've been using them consistently since December when Carly was on the podcast. So Allie, what is your favorite Beekeepers Naturals product? I love the Propolis throat spray. I've used it
1: consistently through the year and it's been my immune system's secret weapon, which makes sense since Propolis is basically the immune system of the beehive and has germ fighting properties. What
0: about you? I love the propolis too, especially as somebody who always had strep throat and throat infections. It has seriously changed my entire life. (laughs) But with that said, my favorite product is the Be Chill Hemp Honey. Be Chill Hemp Honey delivers a powerful 28 milligrams of hemp oil per teaspoon so that you can find your bliss made with usa grown hemp it is non-psychoactive and contains zero percent thc i sleep like a baby when i take it before bed and it seriously takes the edge off of my whole day it also hits the spot when i'm craving something sweet after dinner which is just an added bonus
1: if you want to try the propolis or the beechel hemp honey or any of the other amazing products you can receive 15 percent off your beekeepers naturals order by using the code courageous wellness all one word at checkout Or visit beekeepersnaturals.com slash Courageous Wellness. And you can also find the direct link in our show notes.
0: Hi guys, we have an exciting new discount for our listeners with Four Sigmatic. Erica uses the Lion's Mane in her morning superfood
1: coffee. And even though I hate mushrooms, I absolutely love the products, especially the matcha latte powder, which contains itaki mushrooms and adaptogens. For 10% off Four Sigmatic products, visit foursigmatic.com and use the code COURAGEOUS at checkout. And there's also a direct link in our show notes.
0: Hi guys, um, welcome to this week's episode of Courageous Wellness. Um, we're back pretty quickly for a solo episode because there is a lot going on in the world, and um, we are going to talk a little bit about you know how we're managing during this you know uncertain time. But we just want to let you know if you are listening, this isn't going to be like a deep dive into COVID nineteen. So. Um, we really just want to talk and give you updates on how we're doing, what we're doing. We're going to talk about food, anxiety, daily routines, everything like that. But, um, we also want to, you know, thank and appreciate everyone who doesn't have the time, you know, or doesn't have the ability, not the time to stay home and, you know, shelter in place and, be inside, you know, all of our, you know, delivery service workers, healthcare practitioners, grocery uh, stores. yeah, just everybody who doesn't have that luxury um, and privilege to stay home right now, um, you know, we understand, but we hope you can also um, get something from this episode too, and we just appreciate you so much. And if you do have the opportunity and privilege to work from home and stay at home, we hope you are doing that um, for the greater good of our community wellness. Um, so to jump right into it, Ali, I'm going to start with you since I'm talking. How <laughs> are? <laughs> and we how, have no guests today. And we have no guests today, but um, you know, we will have a lot of guests, and we will be bringing you relevant content in the next couple of weeks. We're so yeah. grateful we can record um, virtually from our own homes, which we are doing today. So, Ali, how are you doing? How have you been doing? What are you doing? Tell us everything. Well. Um, I think you gave a pretty good
1: sort of intro there. I just do also want to sort of disclaimer, you guys know we are health coaches, but we are not medical professionals. So, um, please know, like as Erica said, we're not going to dive deep into the sort of science behind COVID-19 right now, but just sort of discuss socially, um, what's going on as far as like how the public health crisis is affecting our day to day and And
0: exactly our healthcare tips and what we're doing to stay healthy and sane are just exactly you know, our tips.
1: Okay. So, um, I was on the road. Uh, I was actually in Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, last week and I was there for a job and it got cut short. Um, cause I was in a really public environment and it got cut short and we got sent home early. So I did have to travel. Um, but I was fortunate enough to be able to sort of get back to L.A. and really um, hunker down here. And, you know, a lot of the work I do outside of Courageous Wellness does require travel. Um, it's in the events industry and performing arts industry. And so I'm often in large places with huge crowds, um, whether that be as a performer or doing different sort of um, shows in the automotive industry, different industries. So that being said, um, I don't have any work right now outside of Courageous Wellness. It's all been canceled. And I feel fortunate that even though that's really a stressful thing that many people are dealing with, especially, um, you know, the restaurant industry is being really hit hard and the performing arts of any kind, anything that sort of requires people being together, um, you know, everybody's out of work. So it's not, it's not certainly something that I am experiencing by myself. It's, you know, it's a massive part of what the country is going through right now. But that being said, I feel really fortunate that like, I have a place to come home to, and I know that I can put food on my table, and I know a lot of people are struggling um, with that, like, you know, not knowing where rent is going to come from, not knowing where their next meal is going to come from. Um, I think I read a statistic recently that, like, even 18,000 kids in L.A. are homeless um, and rely on school meals to get like a square meal in in their day. And that's only like the homeless population or people who are without housing um, is sort of a nicer way to say it. But there's like, on top of that, there's kids who maybe do have housing, but also still rely on schools to provide food. So I don't know, this whole time has been really like interesting, like as much as I wanna sometimes get personally stressed and there have been moments of personal stress for sure because of like being out of work, for the foreseeable future outside of courageous wellness work. Um, I also like this whole situation has brought to light, you know, issues in our society that have always existed. Like, right. These people have, you know, been hungry before COVID-19 and before we've had to sort of shut down things, but like we, it's almost taken this global health crisis for our, community to wake up and be like, oh, wow, these people, like we need to feed people, right? Like why, why, why were we doing that before is sort of the question. And um, I think, yeah, I just think the, even the economic stress of it all has put so much into perspective of like, what is really important? And I, in a weird way, that sort of calmed the anxiety of it all because it's like, it it just puts them in, into perspective what's actually important and what versus what we think on a day-to-day basis is, is important. Um, and as far as was like, Erica, you said, you know, really well, I mean, just being forced for the greater good, like for the public health, to stay home if you are able to like that's what we need to do as our part right like there are people right now who are sort of like the first responders socially going out there and risking themselves and really keeping it all going so that people can be fed and people can have you know doctors and nurses and people to take care of them as they enter the hospital with this nasty thing but um you know, what we need to do is take care of them by staying home, which in turn, if anybody doesn't know at this point, which I'm sure you all do, flattens the curve to not overload the system all at once, um, because that would just be an even greater sense of sort of devastation, and poor Italy is dealing with that right now. So yeah, that's how I'm doing, you know, it's a day-to-day basis. Some days are good, some days aren't, you know, and I'm just sort of riding it, like going with it.
0: Yeah, I... Yeah, it's been a roller coaster. I think, you know, I do really struggle with anxiety. And for me, I think the greatest theme and word for this time is just lean in. Like I'm fully leaning in and taking everything day by day and sometimes um, hour by hour, you know, in terms of my emotional uh, well-being. I think it's really hard, you know. My purse. I have a lot of thoughts and and feelings about all of this. I think, you know, our culture and the world, like globally, right, has been so um, toxic for so long. Like it doesn't matter what you're political beliefs are, or like, I feel like, I feel like the world has just been so like toxic, right? Like fears of nuclear war and so much gun violence and just so much like hatred and disagreement in our society. And again, like this COVID-19 has been this like equalizer, right? Of like nothing matters except our health and well being and our family, right? Like it's like, I just think nothing, it's really put a spotlight as you shared on like what matters and what's important. And that we are this like global human race, you know. Where we we feel like we're so disconnected, but every single person, no matter where you live in this country or this world or what your financial situation is or whatever, it's like we're all in this together. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, um, I do believe it's gonna end eventually I don't know when but I do believe it's gonna it it has to have an end and I do think this is an opportunity a horrible opportunity right like I'm not like there's like a horrible opportunity but an opportunity nonetheless to create Mm -hmm. really great um change in our lives and in the world through this experience you know I'm I really am praying and chanting every day for things to go back to normal, but like a new normal, right? Like we have to learn and grow from this experience, but yes, like my day to day, it is, you know, hour by hour, um, day by day. Um, but I have found for me, I am fortunate to be able to work, you know, for courageous wellness and for my, um, day job. So I do have work, which I'm really grateful for. Um, as is my husband. So we're both home. Um, but I have found that I really need a routine and I know like some people listening, your routine might be no routine. And sometimes that is like my routine is just like, I'm going to watch five hours of Bravo today and that's cool. But, um, I think because I struggle with anxiety structure really helps me, Mm -hmm. um, manage that, you know, it's when I have time that I found myself in those Instagram holes or news holes. And to be honest, um, how I'm managing is not actually watching and reading a lot of news. Um, I've been, self-quarantined now for today i think is day 10 um mm. it's crazy cuz you really do lose track of time i know i've days. totally
1: lost track of time
0: so wild um so i'm in day 10 of self-quarantine but my first day was a saturday and um a couple days before that right i had been going to the grocery store and you know um, not like stocking, stocking up. I've actually had a lot of things in my home that, um, can last, but you know, like preparing to stay in for a couple weeks at least. And, um, it caused so much anxiety, you know, just being out there and seeing just like the greed and the shopping carts and the empty shelves. It was a lot for me. And, um, I I almost had like a panic attack and I actually haven't had a panic attack since I was a child, since I was probably like nine years old. Um, but I like felt um, basically it coming on, like my breathing was really shallow. I felt tightness in my chest. It's so, it's so funny for people with anxiety too, I just want to say, because like the tightness, the shortness of breath, those are all like COVID symptoms, but they're also anxiety symptoms. So it's like, oh, super fun. Um, but that was like really like, a big turning point of like, okay, I need to create some sort of ritual for myself to be Mm -hmm. able to manage during this time. So for me, um, again, because I have work, like, what's really serving me is like, I have to do really quality. Um, my spiritual practice is like of utmost importance to me right now. Um, more than ever before I feel so grateful for it, but I'm like doing dedicated chanting, you know, for an hour every single morning I'm deeply studying Buddhism as well, because it really comforts me to like really study, you know, these philosophical and like sacred concepts at this moment. Um, And then I'm scheduling in movement. Mm -hmm. Um, Yesterday was the first day I've wanted to do any type of actual real exercise. You know, I did a um, free YouTube, Body by Simone. Um, It was 40 minutes. It was fantastic. Just Google Body by Simone on YouTube. And a 40-minute dance cardio came up, and it felt great. But before that, I've just wanted to walk. So um, I've tried to make it a point every day to go outside. And, you know, it's been raining in L.A., but it's also the sun will come out. And so – I try to get an hour of sunlight and walking every single day and I listen to a podcast or a meditation during that time or phone a friend and then um phone a friend I love <laughs> phone <to> a friend <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that was you actually Allie we talked on my walk yesterday um but yeah so those are three like things that I have to schedule in every single day um in addition to that, FaceTiming has been great. You know, I'm lucky our our Buddhist community is having Zoom Buddhist activities, which is really nice to have that spiritual connection again. But um, I'm FaceTiming my friends more than ever. I'm FaceTiming my parents more than ever. And again, like this virus is really spotlighting. Like, why didn't I do that before? You know, like, why didn't I FaceTime my parents all the time before? Why didn't I, one of my best friends lives in New York and we would talk on the phone, but we never really FaceTimed. I'm like, yeah. why don't we FaceTime and you know, have like virtual happy hour together, even just as a long distance friendship, right? So and I know we just scheduled virtual happy hour with some friends. So, you know, those are like four things I have to schedule in between work. And yeah. yes, like having a schedule might not be your thing, but it really helps my anxiety. Even last weekend was the first quarantined weekend that we had and Sunday was great because I even made a routine on like, like a nothing routine, but it was still like some sort of like, I'm going to walk during this hour. I'm going to watch TV during this hour. It just helps my anxiety. It's, mm. it's something that's working for me because I didn't have that on Saturday and I felt very overwhelmed and scared. And honestly, I am waking up every morning feeling a little panicked, but um, because I now have these steps in place, I feel better. Better. And, yeah. <laughs> I just want to stay in, too, because I am. Like, I do have anxiety. I don't want to get this, but I also don't want to spread this, right? A lot of young people are asymptomatic carriers and we could be giving this off. So I'm just really trying to stay in, stay sane, grateful. You know, I know we both have partners, so really grateful um, to have that, even though, you know, that comes with its own stress stress sometimes. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Bickering and, you know, and we deal with anxiety totally differently, but it also really has put a spotlight on not to get cheesy but like I really feel like I picked right like yeah like appreciation we're really compatible in a crisis and we're really there for each other and there's no one else I'd rather be quarantined with. um but yeah it's been real so that's kind of like how I'm managing um and again I feel so privileged to have a roof over my head food on the table and um you know a job because I know so many people don't have that right now but um yeah gratitude is also helping a lot like taking time every day to share and in my head and with my husband like what are we grateful for what is good in the world reading good news um but yeah and only honestly I only read the news once a day and um most of the time it's like you don't really have to read the news to stay in the know either because whenever something has happened in the last like you know, a few days that I've been doing this, someone texts you, right? Like if you like someone will text you and be like, read this article. This just came out. So you get like the breaking news just from like having, you know, human relationships that, yeah, I can't go down those, those holes. Cause yes, it is really scary, but I also feel like it's a, it's, it's not, it's not ignoring the reality. Like so I want to preface that by saying this, but we don't actually know. Something I learned in therapy was like, if your mind is going to go to the worst case scenario, you have to show yourself the other scenario too, because the worst case scenario is a what if, and the best case scenario is a what if. So yes, like this could get worse and really bad, but it also could get better, right? So I'm not trying to be naive or Stupid, like I'm very anxious and panicked and aware of how bad this is and could get. But I also am trying to live in the light of like, we don't know, and you never know what could happen tomorrow. And you know, it does like we talked about this, has really put a spotlight on like, every day is such a gift, and like gosh, like how much did we take it? I feel like I just like was totally living in la la land before in terms of like taking for granted, like going to the grocery store and getting gas and not having to worry about like the gas pump being, you know, just our whole life before everyone has problems, but it it just really has put a lot into perspective. Well, you know, it's really, yeah, I was gonna say, you know,
1: it's really interesting. And I too have, have sort of created things that like that I wanna do every day, right? And every day looks a little different for me and that's fine, but like, again, mirroring yours, I want movement, I need, I want some fresh air, like those two things are good things. Obviously like chanting in the morning and the evening, I do find scheduling both social conversations in addition to business conversations are helpful and needed, right? Like to, to try to get Zoom combos with girlfriends, like all that stuff is like important, it's an important part of staying sane. Um, But what I was going to say is like, you know, also as we, we sort of touched on earlier, you do realize like, A, people are capable of change. I think that's like, I've always believed that because I think I've changed a lot in my life. And like, even in our Buddhist practice, we talk about like transforming situations, transforming yourself and that you have to like also allow other people to transform too, if we want like the opportunity for growth. But I also, it's been really interesting you know, culturally, we've been able to, within a matter of days of this information being finally taken seriously, and don't get me started on that because that's a different conversation, but it's kind of infuriating that, like, the federal government, like, had this information prior to, like, sharing it in a serious capacity um and i just want to shout out to like some local and state government I, i think there's like been real leadership being shown at least in california so i just wanted to be grateful for that but um it shows you that human beings are capable of changing their behaviors we are capable when we are um motivated enough right and yeah the fear and, and and the f- the fear for ourselves, but the fear for others, too, has really been motivating, at least in our community and at least in our state, for example, people to change their behaviors, to stay at home for the greater good, to stay at home to, like, try to curb the curve, right? But look at some of the look at some of what is happening, the results of that behavior change to our planet. You know, that's been really eye-opening for me is like, you know, they're showing pictures of, um, pollution over, you know, the parts of China that have had to shut down and within a matter of weeks, um, It's drastically changed, right? It's drastically lessened over the area of like Milan and Northern Italy that had to shut down due to this. And it's drastically reduced. You see the Venetian canals for the first time in 60 years looking cleaner. I don't know if that means like the actual pollution is less in there or it's just like undisturbed, but like you have, you know, animals showing up again in these places that never have animals in them. And it's like it's really been eye-opening as far as the planet goes too. It's like, we've always had the ability to change our behavior in order to help our planet live a little bit longer, but like, we haven't done it until something like this. And it's, it just hasn't like hit home enough because people are, we're so in the system of like consumerism and producing and like capitalism. You know what I mean? Like this, we just live in this culture and it's what it's brought to me in my own life, right? Like if we're taking it from like the macro, which is that, but then it's like, how does that affect like my day-to-day or how I think about myself or how I behave? And i realized like I've often found, I think I've often placed my own value in myself and like how productive I am, like how much i'm doing how much i'm producing right like even in my own life and like what this has all you know shown me is that like that's not where our value as human beings lie but that's like socially how we've placed our value in everything right like and it's killed our planet it's been killing our planet and us too and it's like so i just hope that like we don't i don't know i i hope that after this if we make this make it through this. I hope that when we come out the other side that we don't forget everything we've learned.
0: I, I feel like that's, that's like the, like in our Buddhist practice, we call it expedient means. Like that's the expedient means of all of this is like the opportunity to transform. I think the world and our society and the human heart and human condition, because I think all of this, like, ugliness that exists in our world. And again, it doesn't matter what you believe in or what side of the political spectrum you fall on. I think we can all agree that there's just so much like toxicity out there and just so much hate towards like the other, right? Regardless of what side that other is on, it's like you're with me or you're against me. I feel like that so exists in society today. And I think this Again, I hope that the long-term effects of this is this deeper shift in the human heart where we can disagree and have different views, but it just doesn't have to get so ugly. And we can have this concept of like greater humanity in our hearts at all time and in our actions at all time, because nothing else really matters. Like, this, this virus, right. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter where you live. This virus is there and it's real and it's a threat. Right. So I don't think in our lifetimes, I don't even think in our parents' lifetimes, there has ever been a threat of this magnitude. Um, You know, maybe I guess with Vietnam, my parents were in high school during the Vietnam war and um, and i guess 911 right but i think this But type those of like are global, localized right exactly. those are
1: localized yes like they had effect on the global economy right but like and a certain group of people but this is this is an effect on the global collective the health yeah. the public health of the globe you know i have family in ireland i have family in bermuda i have family in um France. And we're all going through it together, right? Like literally, I've never had this experience where like we're all at the same time on different parts of the planet experiencing the same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, for anyone too, something that I've also had a lot of anxiety on is, you know, I have family in different states and, you know, there's rumors too now that they're going to shut down um, domestic travel soon. And, you know, I just, I worry about, my family who's here, I worry about my other family who is farther away. And again, I think this is the time if you have those fears, something that has given me the most strength at this time through that is like my spiritual practice, right? Like having a tool where I can focus on you know, the safety of my friends and my family who I can't physically be with and like truly having like belief and faith in the vibrations, you know, reaching them or just the universe protecting them. Um, so I think exploring that with whatever works for you is great. Um, a book too that really um, helped me as well is the Empath Survival Guide, which is actually a pretty... Um, easy read but it also had some great meditations that I've been using during this time as well and I even when I chant I think of you know some of the things that I learned from that book um that have really helped me as an empath and as a highly sensitive person because I think for those of us who are like that for me it's really hard not to take in like the collective anxiety Mm -hmm. so um the collective anxiety is so real, right? Like all the kids who don't have food and all the people who are dying and it it can be hard not to take all that in. I certainly do. So having tools also to remind myself like, what is mine? What is my energy and what isn't is really important. And then, um, yeah, just having those energetic boundaries with myself and a big part of that has been limiting, again, my news intake significantly um, because that's when I'll take in, energy that doesn't belong to me. But if you are looking for a good read right now and you are an empath or a highly sensitive person, um, I think it's a good place to start. Um, yeah. So that's something as well. That's been helping my anxiety. And, um, Allie, let's talk about food too. Cause I know this is, um, it's been interesting because so many people, right, have asked, like, how do I not get fat or the Corona yeah. oh that's right?
1: That's, like, the question I get the most, which is so funny. I mean, I don't want to, like, that's not to minimize it, but it's so funny to me that that's, like... um maybe funny is the wrong word. Interesting to me that that's, what's like being triggered in a lot of people right now.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Like even like the COVID 15, right. Is like the 15 pounds we're all going to gain or, you know, even, and I think it's great, you know, but people are like, what workouts should I be doing? Like, how do I like, like I have to work out every single day. And it's, it has been interesting for me too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to start? Oh yeah, sure. I was going to say, well, my sort of, you know,
1: like the takeaway on all of this is that like, yes, it's important for us to f- continue to like, you know, take care of ourselves. If, if not now more than ever, right? Because one with the threat that we're dealing with is, is, um, a biological one. So, um, I think, it's important to really value your health at this moment. However, I also want to start by saying, you know, we were talking about like what's important and having perspective. Like if you gain the COVID-15, I know it's COVID-19, but like if you've gained the Corona 15 or whatever they're calling it, who cares? Like that's the first thing I want to say. And if you lose the Corona 15, who cares? Like, don't worry about it too, too much. And that's not to contradict, don't take care of yourself, right? Like I'm not saying, you know, fuel yourself with bags of Cheetos. Like if clearly you're doing that every day, then that's something you really, you know, want to examine, like as to why. But um, I want to like first, my first thing is like take the pressure off this moment right now about all the shit that we typically obsess about, you know, like if you're alive and you're feeling good and you, you know, great. You're like step one check, you know? Um, but if you want to feel yourself the right way, like this is something that I've been thinking a lot about. Like the, I don't, I try not to drink too much, but like, I'm going to be honest that this first week in isolation, I have had a drink every night. Like I don't drink a lot in quantity, but I drink very regularly this week. And I've also been like, hey, you things are a little heightened. You're definitely doing this to take the edge off, to self-medicate on some level. That's okay. Like I'm just trying to consciously be aware of what I'm consuming whether I choose to consume it or not, right? Like do you know what I mean? Like I just want to be like, okay. Here, I'm going to I my nerves are a little fried tonight it's a quick fix. I understand it's a quick fix. I understand it doesn't get to the root of the problem. But if I have this glass of wine, it's going to help me chill a little bit. And I've been highly conscious of those choices, right? I've been giving myself more permission to just, you know, create and food and eat whatever I feel like in the moment. I'm really trying to like live super in the present right now to sort of avoid going into, the anxiety of the unknown, because there's so much of that going on. Um, you know, as health coaches, as people who are conscious of how we fuel our body, what it does to us, um, that is something I really am also considering, uh, sort of like on, to weigh the opposite side, where it's like, you know, for a couple days, yeah, if you want to go for those, like, feel good, you know, um, neurotransmitter, like, serotonin-inducing foods, like simple carbs and sugars and stuff like that. Okay, fine. No, like, again, don't kill yourself over it. It's not a big deal. However, just like knowing what happens in that cycle of when you continue to feel that way is that you're going to have, yeah, you're going to have these serotonin, like, you know, spikes and blood sugar spikes too but then you're going to crash and then you're going to want more to feel good again. And then you're going to get into this like vicious cycle. Um, so I'm just really trying to make sure, you know, and Erica, I know we were talking about this recently, but just like making sure that if you're fortunate enough to have food in the fridge, like eat some greens, eat some healthy fats, eat some proteins, just have a nice kind of square meal so that you're not, crashing and burning all the time with your blood sugar, um, because that's going to ultimately make you more anxious. It's going to like lower your immunity, you know, and, and just to be conscientious of right now, like I am really taking my vitamins. I am really trying to get plenty of micro, uh, micronutrients too, like through vegetables and, um, not, I'm not stressing as much about like, the macros overall. If my carbon takes a little higher than usual, that's okay. It will even itself out, you know. Um, But that's just something I'm really trying to think about, not not going for the junk food or the sweets to have those like feel good, um, immediate like satisfaction, but then know that I would get into more of a vicious cycle with it. Yeah, How about you? I, Do you like what are you? Because I know you know you talk a lot on here about emotional eating, and this time is emotional, and food is emotional for everybody. So it's like, what are you? What is your experience? Yeah, so
0: it is. It's so interesting and fascinating for me right now. I am an emotional eater, I nurture myself with food for sure. This has been an interesting experience because the first few days I had absolutely no appetite. Um, which has never happened to me before. That's not how my anxiety manifests. It usually manifests with like a spoon in a peanut butter jar and an open refrigerator door. But for some reason, I just think the magnitude of this pandemic, um, I didn't have an appetite for a few days. So that was an interesting experience. Um, My appetite has since come back. So I am eating regularly. But it's been interesting because I've actually never – And I know I talked about this, like, right, the last couple solo episodes about, like, my goal and our goal to find food freedom um, in 2020. Mm -hmm. And I personally have never felt more food freedom in my entire life because I feel so much appreciation for my body. Like, it's so funny, but in the face of a global pandemic, I'm like, my weight does not matter at all, right? Like, as long as I'm healthy... I could not care less if I gain 15 pounds or lose 15 pounds during this time. I have so much like insane appreciation for my body. And, um, you know, I first started thinking about my body in terms of like cells and what it can do for me when I read um, the microbiome diet, which is a great as well during this time but it talks about like all the trillions of cells that like live inside our gut and how hard they're working for us to keep us healthy and to keep us you know living a beautiful life and so I've had so much appreciation for these cells in my body that are working so hard for my immune system and to digest my food and yeah I've just never had more appreciation for my body like I I just I, I couldn't care less about my weight and that's never happened to me before. Um, so that's been great. (laughs) Like that's been great, but, um, I am, you know, trying to fuel myself as well as I can during this time again, because it does right. Help us in terms of our immune system and our immunity. Um, But with that said, like we have frozen taquitos and frozen pizza and frozen mac and cheese like in our fridge, you know, and it's fine. Like it is what it is. And I think too, if anyone is struggling with um, punishing themselves, if they find themselves like in that bag of chips or topping off, you know, a jar of peanut butter or whatever it may be, something that's really helped me is changing the conversation with yourself. when you're doing it and this is something i i don't know if it was it might have been empath survival guide or it might have been women food and god i think both touched on this concept but um really learning like the food you're eating if you are emotionally eating or if you are whatever you're doing to nurture and comfort yourself if it is that drink and again as long as of course you don't have a problem um something that's helped is like when your spoon is at the bottom of that peanut butter jar, instead of being like, God, you're so disgusting. Why did you do that? Like, yuck. Changing that story that you're telling yourself of you're this person with no self-control or discipline, and you're going to gain 20 pounds to, hey, Erica, you know, this is how, how amazing that this is how you are nurturing yourself. Like, this is how your body chose to protect itself today was with peanut butter. And that's beautiful. This is your body protecting itself. And I think the more we can change the story and awareness starts to develop. So then it becomes like, okay, I am going to go emotionally eat right now. And I'm choosing to do this because this is how I want to nurture myself. Or it becomes, hey, I'm going to food to nurture myself. Is there something else I can do? And I actually had that moment yesterday when I did my first workout in nine days, I was feeling a little off. Like I had like a weird morning and I wanted to eat and I did, I got like a meat stick and I took the meat stick and I kept, and I knew I was like, I'm hungry, but I'm not physically hungry right now. Mm -hmm. Um, you need to move your body. And I just like found the YouTube and I did it and I felt so much better, but that's come from a lot of time, right? like being with that spoon in the peanut butter jar and being like, "This is okay, right? Like just being kind to yourself, I think is really important right now, because our bodies are amazing and they're working for us, and just to be so kind and loving to yourself and change the story to like a story of love is so um it's just so important right now, because it doesn't like weight, at least for me, weight has never ever mattered less. So for me, I'm moving my body. I've been walking an hour a day every day, but that's literally too get sunlight and to be outside and to just move my body and change right. my scenery. It hasn't been, oh, I gotta get my steps in. Exactly. And that's fine. You know, if this is gonna be your like corona glow up, which I've also heard on the internet and you're like, oh my God, that's I'm gonna hilarious. glow up. Um, you know, there's amazing. Like there's so many workouts that are doing free trials. There's so many YouTube videos. You can't get creative in the kitchen. Like if that's great if you're like all about the corona glow up, but I think it's just do you at this time. Like it's yeah. not, it's just about health and well being. And so yeah, I, I just am trying to get, you know, protein it can be vegan protein or, you know, animal protein on every plate, a healthy fat. Sometimes that healthy fat for me right now is a little grass fed, um, butter or organic cheese. I am fully on the dairy plan, you know, a little <laughs> bit right now. Um, but also I'm noticing, right. My skin is breaking out, you know, from it, but Cool. Lean in. Again, lean in is my whole theme of Corona 2020. But, um, yeah, so a protein, a healthy fat, um, a fiber. I I have an acacia fiber. I have chia seeds. I have big plates of greens trying to get in those veggies too. And then, um, I am taking supplements. You know, I am making sure every day to take vitamin C and zinc. So again, we're not medical professionals. These aren't like medical recommendations, but I think it's pretty, um,
1: it's widely well, no. understood if you understood <laughs>
0: that really that combination of vitamin C and zinc, if you're looking for, um, supplements right now, that's, Those are great. And um, I am taking a probiotic um, every single day. Um, I also put apple cider vinegar in my water. I'm drinking hot water. I make my own little, I don't, I'm out of tea and I have no desire to go to the store, you guys. So I'm just going to be out of tea for a while. So I'm making like hot water with a little honey and ginger and um, cinnamon. Ooh, that's like your own tea. I'm making my own tea, making my own potions. Yeah. I've yeah. been like mixing a lot of stuff together,
1: making some superfood coffees. And um, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's interesting listening to you talk about that. It was like sort of like, you know how I said before, I hope we don't forget from like on a s- sort of like society-wide um, point of view after this, after this is over, and who knows how long that will take. But I, I really hope we don't forget some of the lessons we're learning. I sort of hope we don't forget also the lessons we're learning about ourselves. Actually, that was even interestingly enough. I was watching the New York press conference um, a few days ago that Governor Cuomo was giving, and I thought it was really fascinating that he was like. And lastly, you know, like he goes through all this stuff, gives mental health, um, actually, that's another thing. If you guys, this is a real time to make sure that we are taking care of our mental health because there's new sort of levels of isolation and loneliness and all things that come up. So there are free resources out there where therapists are actually like donating their time. So please like look into that if, um, that could be a resource to you, but he, you know, he went through all that things and the, and the final sort of step that I thought was really, really kind of amazing to bring up was, um, What do we learn about ourselves through this? And I was thinking about that with you talking, Erica. Like, you're like, oh, God, it is like my weight has never mattered less. And I hope we remember that after this, you know, like I hope we don't just like blindly go back to like that negative talk or that self-punishment or because it doesn't matter like, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. What matters is, like you said, health and health is wealth, right? Like, and it takes a global pandemic for us to just sort of remember that. Um,
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, we've talked so much too about you know our spiritual practice and we chant and that is so unbelievably helpful um my therapist is also doing telehealth which i think a lot of insurance she told me across the board is covering if you are fortunate enough to have insurance um you can do like telehealth sessions at the moment but ali you do such a good job explaining the uh, Different nervous systems oh. <laughs> and the importance of breathing. Yes. And so, you know, we have a spiritual practice, we breathe, but can you maybe touch on to the importance of breathing at this time and what it does to our nervous systems? Sure.
1: So um, we have the sympathetic and the uh, parasympathetic are sort of the two easy ways to think of the way the uh, autonomic nervous system is Setup, And the really like simple way is to think about the uh, flight or fight mode or the rest and digest mode, right? And those two things can't, those two nervous systems can't be activated at the same time. Um, And so typically, you know, the example is given um, of like if a tiger is chasing you as a human, you're going to run and you're it's going to activate that fight or flight response, which is great because that's going to save your life, right? Um, but the the thing is, in modern day life, uh, it's very rare that a tiger would be chasing us, right? So what triggers that fight or flight response? Um just about anything in the sense of anything that feels highly stressful and triggering in that way. But the amount of that fight or flight response that we we go through in like the modern world is so much more heightened because even if like the chances where a tiger was chasing you, that wouldn't happen that frequently, right? But it, it's really good to sort of like activate that mode when it does. But here we could be like, oh, this piece of news, this email, oh, not getting this paycheck, da, 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 da. And our body still activates this fight or flight response. So we're constantly um, sort of activating the sympathetic nervous system, but we can't then properly go into this rest and digest mode, right? Which is what we really need to be in most of the time. Um, and it's certain things like this, and this is sort of an oversimplification, but can lead to chronic inflammation, chronic illness, those types of things. So especially in this super heightened time where we're like, Oh my God, we're going to die. Everybody's going to die. We're losing our jobs. The unknown aspect of that, you know, it's going to trigger, um, sort of like this heightened response. And in order to sort of combat that, or at least try to balance it out a little bit, um, the way we can really activate the parasympathetic nervous system is through um, deep, deep breathing. Um, And that can be through yoga practice. That can be through different breathing exercises. It will automatically trigger that and your and relax your body and also help your digestion. That's something to keep in mind is that it's really like we are not necessarily able to digest properly if we're in this constant heightened state. And Erica, I wouldn't be surprised if that's part of why your hunger hormones were like turned off um, for a few days because you were, you were in that sort of heightened state, right, of anxiety.
0: Yeah. yeah. So-
1: yeah, that's why people don't eat when they're stressed too.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. Thank you for explaining that so perfectly. And I think as you were saying to before, I think this is a great opportunity to go inward and to transform, you know, something in our lives. I think for me, I'm realizing this is going to be a great time to transform my anxiety, my fears, my anger that can come out when I feel anxiety and fear. So I'm definitely looking at this as a scary and awful and, you know, wish didn't have to be this way, but opportunity to, um, do some inner work as well. Um, so fun questions. Is there anything you're watching or listening to or enjoying right now that you would want to share? Um, as we begin to wrap up. Yeah. So I am watching,
1: well, oh my God, I'm such a theater nerd. But the other night, um, Rosie O'Donnell did a YouTube streaming, uh, for the actors fund to raise money for the actors fund. And also just like a little shout out to all of the artists out there who are now like providing free content, because let me tell everybody, they are all out of work. The yeah. entire industry, even the ones who constantly work, are out of work. So, um, anyway, to raise money for the Actors Fund and she had like all these Broadway performers and musical theater performers and, um, some did songs and some just, you know, said hello, but that was really like fun and nerdy for me. Um, and they wrote, raised $600,000 for the Actors Fund and wow. just FYI, that doesn't all go to actors. It goes from everyone who like works, who, you know, like tickets, takers and ushers and stage management and everybody who's out of jobs right now. So, um, goes to all different industry professionals, but it can be really life-saving in times of, um, major sort of crisis. And then, so that was fun for me. And then, um, I started Little Fires Everywhere on. who? so good. I I need to catch up though. I'm not like quite caught up yet. And then. Everyone should um, watch that. I, what else? Oh, well, I'm trying to, because everybody's like, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. I'm trying to
0: get into Love is Blind. I loved Love is Blind. I watched it before the quarantine and I'm so sad because it would be great quarantine content. But um, yeah, it's great. I think it's also inspiring if you're single. I, I really, I think this is a great time to date. You can't get that booty. No, no. Calls, no it's, so just like it's, it's like old fashioned dating. like courting. And then you'll be like on the cover of like People Magazine and like, you know, 20 years about your, you know, Corona <laughs> okay, love story. Anyway, Love is Blind is great. I concur. Great, um, great, great.
1: And I don't know. There's like a lot of stuff I'd love. I want to like make a list of old movies that I haven't seen in a while or, um, and just do that. I'm also like looking forward to doing a little bit of reading. I'm doing some reading for podcast prep because we have, um, actually a lot of interviews with folks with books, uh, coming up. So, you know, prepping that. Um, so it's cool. I have a stack of books that I get to read and I love to read stuff on health and wellness. That's sort of my, you know, my nerd out thing. I'm also interested, um, in this class that I saw, Yale is making um, this class that they teach on happiness um, mm, available. It's their most popular class of all time, and it's available to audit for free online right now. So there's so much cool stuff like that's becoming available online. The New York Public Library... Has released three thousand volumes available to the public. Um, you can also do free museum virtual museum tours right now. Um, so you know, check it out. You know, people are really responding to to sort of provide content. Um, and it's hard that it's all virtual content. I'm so grateful for like, what do you want to call it? Like analog activities now. <laughs> but um, I know you know it's also an opportunity to like get creative and and you know, figure out ways to also do little
0: projects. I, you know, my boyfriend's baking bread. (laughs) No, I'm definitely baking cookies and definitely doing the baking. But again, also, this is also a time I know it's like, you have to figure out what works for you. And, you know, even though like I've talked about, like I have my routine, there have been like two days in the last 10 days where like I couldn't really do much except like feel my anxiety and be with it and watch Bravo. And that's cool. Or if that's just what you enjoy and you're like, I'm not going to learn a new skill. I'm just going to watch on Real Housewives. Go do you. Again, this is like, there's no right way to quarantine, just stay home and keep yourself and everyone else safe. <laughs> stay um, the fuck <laughs> at home. For me, um, I watched Knives Out and Bombshell. Um, oh, yeah, I saw both. Bombshell. Whoa. Knives Out was also so good. I really enjoyed that. Um, what else am I doing? I am listening to Fine Line by Harry Styles. I'm listening to – he's such a little dreamboat, loving that album – um, I'm, I just downloaded, you are not alone, which are, is from the authors of the wife between us. So in that like thriller mystery category that I really like and enjoy. Um, yeah, I'm watching, I am catching up. I keep saying Bravo cause I'm catching up on real house. New Jersey is my favorite. I don't know. Of no, course New it North has my favorite. Oh, I was no, going to say New, New York I don't, is my favorite. New Jersey is my second favorite. I was going to say, I don't watch it,
1: but. I would just imagine being from the great state of New Jersey
0: originally that there's like high drama there. It's so good. Yeah. So I am watching that too, but, um, oh, and then I watched Spies in Disguise, which was actually a really cute kids movie. I just needed some light. (laughs) Like I needed a cartoon and it was fabulous. Um, yeah. So just taking it slow again, we're so grateful and fortunate that we're able to continue recording at this time. We have really great non-Corona related um podcasts coming out. And then we do, we also are going to be coming out with some relevant um topics like financial wellness at this time, anxiety at this time. So look out for all of that in the next coming um weeks. Is there anything else you wanna share, Ali? Um, trying to think. <laughs> um
1: yeah, I think the thing is like what you said is what I'm trying to remember is like some days are going to be different than others and some days yeah, I want to do stuff, but like I'm really trying to internalize again that I doesn't always have to be about doing, right? So like also, it's okay like if I don't I'm building our new website. Woohoo, keep an eye out for that. Probably no time in the very very near future because <laughs> it's taking a minute, but it's like I I make a little progress and that's great. Like I'm trying to champion myself for not always feeling like, Oh my God, I have so much more to do. and just trying to be like, okay, cool. And now I'm going to do something else. And um, now I'm going to just sit on my butt and now I'm going to take a walk and like really trying to live with that.
0: So yeah, that's so great. Um, so, you know, for everyone listening, feel free to reach out to us. We are certified integrative nutrition health. Coaches, and we would be happy to work with you or answer any of the questions that you may have right now. You can slide into our DMs or you can um, reach out to us by visiting Courageous Wellness Podcast dot com and we have a form um and we read all our emails so um yeah don't and i just want to add one
1: other thing we have had an influx for anybody listening to this we have had an influx of um inquiries recently so erica and i do read everything we just take a little while to get back because with everything being virtual at the moment i think um there's a real interest for podcast content, which is amazing. It's wonderful for us and we love doing it, but be patient with us. And, um, we're so excited to have all this sort of amazing, you know, interest and, um, inquiries, but it it might take a second because our work in that department has actually increased at this time.
0: But yeah, so don't hesitate to reach out, email, slide into our DMS and yeah, you can follow us on, um, Instagram at courageous wellness. We will be back next Wednesday, and every Wednesday after that, you can, you know, keep on listening. Email us what you want to hear, and yeah, we're all in this together. It's like in a High School Musical song. I, you
1: know, it's sometimes in- your your musical taste yeah. makes me realize our age difference. Sometimes,
0: <laughs> I'm like I've never it's just like two years, you guys. Started. It's it's yeah, but it was a significant and in college at the same time you just started high school before me that's the thing yeah I don't I, I was like, in I middle could, school your first two years of high school yeah
1: I couldn't I it couldn't identify a Harry Styles song if I fell over it
0: but well I also have a teeny <laughs> bopper heart I don't think it's the fact that we're like two years apart I think I'm like eternally like 14 years old maybe that's Emotional. what it is <laughs> all, all right, right. thank well, you guys thanks so much everybody and stay stay safe and stay in you. Yes. Stay home. Like Governor Andrew Cuomo said, we just got to deal with it, right? He said it way more intense than that, but we'll deal with it.
1: He said, this is an uncomfortable time. Deal with it.
0: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of
1: Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each
0: week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness. Or get in touch through our website, www.courageouswellnesspodcast.com. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica. And we're Courageous Wellness.